Perfect. Again, if you'd like to ask a question, just use a feature where you raise your hand and we'll allow you to ask a question. Ernesto Amador. Go ahead, Ernesto. Shane, uh, good to see you. Congratulations for the victory. Uh, uh, how it was to fight, like you mentioned, almost a year that you are no, no, not having activity, but how difficult it is now to, to fight uh, with, with not too many sparring partners, a different way to fight, no people around. H how was the experience and how difficult it was? It was it was it was very different. Um, you know, I mean, you, you usually you get the, the 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 feeling of the crowd and stuff like that. Sometimes, you know, you get that kind of like sparring feeling in, in there. Um, but you know, ultimately, you know, it's a fight. You know, obviously, he he came to fight, um, and uh, you know, I thought it was a good fight, good performance by me. But uh, I definitely need to, to to add some some more to my game. Um, you know, putting some punches to the body and things like that. Just just kind of uh, you know elevating the game because you know of course you know in this division there's there's more uh, competition and, and higher competition so you know I, I just got to up my game but it was it was a good uh, way to to knock off some of the rust and uh to get back in there and hopefully we can get back in there soon thank you again congratulations thank you thank you ernesto again if you'd like to ask a question just please your raise yeah. your hand on the function i'll let you go Shane, congrats on the win tonight. Thank you. Uh, obviously, with the middleweight division, is one of the most stacked in boxing. Within Golden Boy itself, obviously, the king itself is Canelo, but you have also other fighters, Toronto Johnson, Jason Quickly, possibly Hamid McGill as well. Is there, are these are the type of names that you want to take on now working with Golden Boy? Uh, absolutely. You know, I, I want to become a world champion. So I, I definitely want to take on uh, these people. Um, you know, I, I've talked to my team about potentially going to 154. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. But right now, you know, obviously I fought at middleweight. So we're going to talk about the middleweight division. Um, yeah, I, I would love to fight any of those guys. You know, that if, if that's, you know, the way I have to go in order to become a world champion, that's the way that I go. You know what I mean? Um, so we just got to work our way through the division and do our best and, and, and show good performances um, like we did today. Last question for me. How was the experience, obviously, being in the bubble, working with all the work promotions, obviously dealing with the whole COVID-19 from a difficult, from a different fight compared to now? How, how was it overall? Um, it, it was it was difficult. Um, luckily, I had to, the experience of the contender. So, you know, I got to be, you know, secluded and, and bubbled. You know, we had to do different things like that for the TV show. Uh, so that was a good experience as far as that's concerned. But, you know, obviously it, it's it's a hard experience. You know, you're being away from everybody. You got to, you know, do certain things. And then there's no crowd, you know what I mean? So you can't get the that that, that feeling of the, the crowd and things like that. So it's a little difficult. But overall, I think I, um, I did, you know, my best. And, um, you know, I want to be back in it. Thank you, Shane. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Now, if you want to ask a question, just use your function where you raise your hand. We have Gabriel Avila next to ask a question. Gabriel, hey, go Sorry. Go ahead, Gabriel. Hey, how's it going, guys? How are you, Shane? Uh, congrats on a great performance. Congrats on a great performance tonight. Um, obviously, you uh, made your announcement here in the middleweight division. 
Um, now, being that this is your uh, first time, next time on a Golden Boy card, uh, you got to bump up to the co-main event. Um, you know, regardless of how the circumstance of how it happened, you put on a great performance. Um, how did it feel being co-main event uh, on an event like this, especially the first card back? Oh, man, it was such an honor. I mean, to have my first fight with Golden Boy as a Golden Boy fighter and then to 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 be bumped up to the the co-main event it was pretty uh it's pretty a surreal experience like when i when i heard the news i was so happy and excited um you know obviously i wanted to put on a, a good performance and and hopefully you know the people at golden boy and 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 everybody watching felt that it was a good performance um i, I thought that it was a, a pretty decent performance and um yeah, I hope hopefully I get the opportunity to, to put on more good performances and 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 get this um, you know same opportunity. Right on, uh, great to hear. And then I had one more question for you that I wanted to ask. Um, you showed off a lot of different uh, sides of your game in this fight. Um, you got to, you uh, brawled and you banged with him when you had to. Uh, you also showed you also showed great ring IQ. Sometimes taking your step back, setting it up, setting them up for bigger punches and things like that. How comfortable did you feel uh, with the preparation for this fight and uh, with all the new circumstances in the camp and stuff like that? Oh man, I, I felt uh, you know very comfortable in there. Um, you know, working with my coach Justin Gamber. You know, getting uh, different looks. Um, you know, honestly, you know, just just years and years of all of the, the experience just accumulating, you know, through, you know, training with my dad, being a, being my, my uh, trainer, Brother Nazim, Justin Gamber, you know, Eric Brown, all these guys that have kind of cultivated my game and just putting it all together, you know, and I think that my, my current coach, Justin Gamber, has done a very good job at, you know, getting me to put it all together. And uh, we're working on, you know, making it even better so that, you know, when I come out there, I can have even better, an even better performance and uh, show the people what, uh, you know, I'm capable of. Right on. Um, one more question, as long as, you know, obviously I know it's a tough subject. Um, Brother Nassim did pass uh, yep. recently. Um, you know, con obviously condolences. I know he was obviously a big part of your life, a big part of your father's life. Um, yep. How did you feel? How did you feel just kind of, did it, how did you feel kind of, you know, getting this news and then also having to perform tonight as well? Um, well, I'll say something that I told my team because my, my team was the first people to tell me. And uh, Brother Nazim, uh, was an incredible trainer and when we were in the gym training and somebody gave him a phone call right it could be his wife it could be anybody right it could be anybody in the world and if he was training with somebody no matter who it was he would answer the phone and say working and hang up so I took that into consideration right now he would want me to say working get the job done and then we can we can we can get to grieving and everything else afterwards. But right now I have a job and he would understand that more than anybody. And I know that, So he would tell me working and keep on working. And that's what I did. Awesome. Those are truly, those are truly great words. I think they really echo, uh, they really echo the spirit of them. And uh, that's really all the questions I have. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. Thank, Thank you. you. Next we have Marcos Viegas. Take it away. Marcos, what's going on, brother? Hey, Shane. How's it going, man? Congratulations on uh, another yeah. victory. Um, uh, touching on the last question, uh, I, I wanted to know, um, did you get a chance to uh, talk to your dad uh, about uh, what he felt you showed in there tonight? I didn't. I haven't got a chance to, to talk to him yet. I'm sure uh, I'll get a phone call from him uh, pretty soon, uh, but I haven't yet. Um, hopefully he watched. Hopefully he 
he liked it, uh, but I haven't got a chance to talk to him yet. I mean, my phone's been blowing up, so he might have texted me or something, but uh, I haven't got anything yet. Was it hard for you not to have him there? Uh, no. Um, you know, to be honest, I know he's there with me in spirit. You know what I mean? Like, he's with me all the time. You know what I mean? My, my dad is, is, is there with me all the time. I, you know, I grew up with him, so I have his his uh, his sayings, his words with me all the time. But um, this is my thing. You know what I mean? I'm trying to create my own career. I'm trying to create Shane Mosley Jr.'s career. Um, so if he's here, if he's not, I'm got I got to do me. I got to do my best. Like uh, Brother Nazim said, I'm working. And touching on um, Brother Nazim, did you get a chance to talk to your dad about him passing away? Uh, could you share like any of his reactions or anything that uh, he wanted to partake to to let everybody know about him? Um, no, I haven't. I haven't talked to him about that. Uh, we we did talk when he first like kind of went to the hospital. You know, just about you know kind of him going into uh, the hospital and things like that. But we haven't had a chance to talk about um, you know anything particular as far as Brother Nazim is concerned. All right. Thanks, Shane. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. Uh, Gabriel, because he's been waiting for a while. Mm-hmm. No, he already did it. He oh, just, he did? He's just asked okay, that. my bad. All right, we're going to move with uh, Albert Baker. Okay. Albert? Shane, how are you? Good job hey. tonight. Thank you. Uh, so, we uh, you just beat Ramos. You've been off for a little while. Uh, training how was training during the pandemic? Was there any type of adjustments that you had to make? Um, obviously, man, we had to make a lot of adjustments because of, you know, social distancing, wearing masks and things like that. Um, you know, everybody's cautious right now. So not many people want to spar or, 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 you know, things like that. Just a lot of things to take into account, but um, we did what we had to do. Um, you know, my, my team, my, my coaches, um, you know, everybody, we, we, we did everything we had to do in order to you know, get this victory, whether it was training at the park or, you know, meet up with people, whatever, we got it done. So um, it, it was difficult, but, you know, we do what we got to do. You uh, you had some time off. You got to come in. You got some good rounds with a good guy. Uh, what about how you perform? Do you think you need to work on moving forward? Um. You know, I definitely think, you know, I had to I probably made this fight a little bit harder than I had had to as far as, um, you know, trying to knock him out so badly. I think if I would have took my time a little bit better, placed my shots a little bit better, I probably would have had a better result um, and just it just kind of ca- calmed down. Um, but um, overall, I think just sharpening up and I think that will come with uh, more fights. You know I mean, and hopefully we can get more fights. We can get more active, and so that you know, the la- my last fight was almost a year ago. Um, so Long time. yeah, so you know, I mean, trying to get it all together, um, you know, sharpen up those skills, and I think more activity, the better it'll be. All right, thanks a lot, brother. Thank you. Welcome back. Thank you. <laughs> thanks, Albert. Just going to admit a few more people on again. If you have a question, just raise your hand by using the function he already did, but we're going to ask Albert. again. Albert just finished. Mm-hmm. What about Cynthia? Cynthia. Let's ask her. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can yeah. hear you. Hi, right. congratulations, um, Shane. 
Um, welcome to the Snack Family. I just wanted to um, ask you, Sergio Moore kept saying, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, I wasn't sure. Um, Sergio Moore kept saying that you, the, the one thing that was bothering you throughout probably your career after Contender is your mental game. Um, and I noticed you were a little stiff. Were you a little nervous uh, coming out of a pandemic for this fight? What was going on in the, what was going on in your mind tonight? Um, I, I think uh, just the nerves of wanting to do my best work, get a knockout, you know, all of these things that we kind of put on ourselves as, as fighters. Uh, and, and to be kind of away from the, the ring for, for a while, uh, you know, had an effect, I think. But um, I think once I calm down, once we get some more fights, I think that that will most definitely help the uh, rust and uh, help calm down and, and, and become sharper and, and how do you rate yourself? How did you rate yourself tonight? Um, I would say B minus. I'm sorry, what? B minus. B minus. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got a, I got you know eight rounds basically on you know all the cards eight to to nothing, but I could have done better. You know what I mean? And and, and B minus I think would be good. Okay, and lastly. Um... You've changed trainers. You have moved your camp to Vegas. What have you learned? Uh, what's different now for you? Um, you know, I, I just learned the significance of, of having a, a really solid team. My, my team right now is is uh, a championship team. I have a championship team. And so, and they believe that, that I will become a champion. And I believe that I will come, become a champion. So we all have the same goal. And uh, I think we will get to that goal. Uh, just sharpening up, just getting more fights and, uh, you know, becoming great. Well, congratulations. Thank you. you. Perfect. Do we have anybody else? I'm going to mute everybody. All right, again, if you want to ask a question, if you want to ask a question, raise your hand. We're going to move, move forward with Abraham Gonzalez, and I think we'll end with that. Thank you. Hey, Shane, how you doing? Hey, brother. Hey, how's it going? Um, so, given the this the situation, how do you think? Like, where do you think you're at right now? Um, do you think you're in a situation where uh, you fight maybe two or three more times before the end of the year? Um, do you think maybe once more before the end of the year, and then um, then you really step up the level of competition next year? Like, what do you what do you think? Where do you see yourself right now? Bro, I want to fight as many times as I can this 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 year, uh, and then next year we'll step up the competition. I'm a fighter. This is what I do. You know what I mean? Like I like this is my job. This is this is how I make a living. This is how I feed my family. This is how I feed myself. So I want to fight as many times as I can, uh, and then we'll bump up the bump up the competition or whatever. Uh, but I I want to get all I can, all of the experience, all of the knowledge, everything that I can. And the only way you can do that is by work. And and out of the the champions at 160, who do you think uh, you, you your style mat meshes better with, and that you would um, you know because styles make fights that would be a better fight for you uh, down the road? Um, honestly, I think I have uh, the skills to deal with them all. Um, so, I mean, honestly, any of them. when we get to that point, we'll, we'll uh, you know. When we get to that road, we'll, we'll cross the, the bridge. But uh, right now, we got to work on getting to that point. We got to work on, like, you know, I'm not at the point to 
fighting for a championship just yet, but I will be. So when I get to that point, I'll talk about all the guys that I match up with. But right now, we gotta we gotta get fights and, and grind to get to that point. Last question, um, and, and I know some folks they probably discounted um, your opponent tonight. They saw him a little flabby, but he was a little a little tougher than uh, than what he may have appeared to be uh, initially, right? Yeah, he, he, he's a tough dude, uh, scrappy. Um, you know, I think if I would have settled down a little bit, um, I definitely would have got a better result. But um, that comes with time. That comes with, you know, ex- experience. And, and, you know, like I said before, I've, I've been off for a year just about. So, um, you know, I, I got to work on settling down and, and, and being sharp with my punches. But, you know, it is what it is. He was a tough dude, and, uh, you know, he got through it. Thank you, Shane, for your time. Appreciate it. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. Everybody, just stay on the line. We're going to move on to Virgil right now. Just stay on. Very good. Very good. You were our first ever roundtable. Social distance photo? Social distance photo? That's kind of photo. Yeah. Double. Okay. All right, everybody. We are joined here by the WBA Gold Welterweight Champ, Virgil Ortiz, for questions. Again, if you have questions, just raise your hand to utilize that function. Go to the more section on the bottom right hand side, click raise your hand. Otherwise, I might not be able to see you uh, that you're raising your hand. If you have you know, if it's an emergency, you really you really need to raise your hand, and you can't do it on the thing. Just text me, but please use the function where you raise your hand. We're going to start with uh, Albert Baker, who's uh, queued up number one on our list. Albert, take it away. Virgil, congratulations, good fight. Thank you, thank you. Uh, so, <clears throat> boxing in the pandemic, how has it uh, affected you, and was it? Was anything different or weird in camp, or were there things that you normally do that you weren't able to do with this uh, COVID thing going on? Well, to be honest, it's uh, it's like I'm on lockdown all the time when I'm in California anyway. You know, the gym is literally in the backyard of RGBA camp house. Uh, when I go run, I, I just leave the house and I run the trail that's right there. When I eat, I literally have a chef that, you know, that cooks for us there. So I'm in the house all the time. There, there wasn't really too big of a difference. And... Um, so it, there wasn't really anything to get used to. It was, it was the same. Uh, when Shane was up, he had mentioned that it was a little bit difficult to get sparring partners. Was it difficult for you to find people to spar with? Uh, was it hard to bring other people in? Because there's only so many people there at RGBA. And who did you spar with? Um, it, it wasn't hard to get sparring. But, you know, uh, the sparring that like specific sparring probably yeah i mean those sparring partners for me spar i sparred hector tanahara i sparred uh leo ruiz he fights uh under mikey mikey's promotions and i, I sparred someone else i, I don't want to offend him by forgetting who he was hold on who that spar oh marinas uh jackson marinas he, he's a i think he's from dominican republic also a great fighter uh but other than that the sparring was great uh i can't complain and the last question is uh Robert had to obviously step out. Uh, your father, I believe, trained you your uh, since you were a little kid. Uh, was there any concern from you without with not having Robert tonight? Uh, no, to be honest, my dad. Uh, I mean, my dad pretty much. He's he's my coach. You know, uh, he's he's known me for. He's known me, he's known me all his life. 
Uh, <laughs> he's been he's been in my corner this whole time. He knows who I am better than anyone else. And uh, although I, I would have loved to have Robert in the corner, you know, I, I I'm still in great hands with my dad. Uh, you know, he he knows me better than anyone. He knows what I'm capable of, and he knows all the stuff I need to work on. He knows when it's time to turn it up and all that stuff. So, I mean, I wouldn't have it any other way. Okay. Thank you. We'll let some other people get in here. Thanks, Albert. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to take it away with Ernesto Amador. Go ahead, Ernesto. Hey, Virgil. First of all, congratulations. And let me start with this. What is your opinion about Samuel Vargas? Because he showed balls during the fight. Yeah. No, I'm glad he didn't actually show me them. But he's a, <laughs> he, he was a great fighter. Uh, he very tough. He could take a punch, and he was very smart. And in the opposite side, uh, how can you describe your fight tonight? Uh, I mean, your tu pelea. ¿Cómo la describes? puede hacer un poco de Spanglish. How do you describe your fight? Um, I mean, my fight, uh, mi pelea estaba muy, uh, ¿cómo se dice? Interesante y uh, con con mucho emocionado. I don't know how to say exciting. Emocionado. Emocionado. You know, and. Uh, I mean, it was great. I, I felt like it was a very fan-friendly fight. Uh, I'm going to watch it right now when I get to my room. And uh, I'm, I hope everyone enjoys it. And finally, you are ready to fight before these two horrible 2020 ends? Oh, yeah. I, I, I hope that I can get another fight, and definitely that's the plan. And, uh, I mean, against whoever, I'm ready for anyone. Thank you, Virgil. Congratulations again. Thank you. Gracias. Thanks again, everybody. Again, if you want to ask a question, raise your hand. We have a few people uh, who are ready. We're going to take it now with Rigo. One second. Virgil, congrats on another knockout victory. Thank you. You made it no secret. You know, you going after those big names, Earl's Pants, Manny Pacquiao. You know, looking at the prof professional comp promotional companies, it could be difficult to make. What is it that you have to do or Golden Boy has to do to get you those fights if it's not Earl's Pants? Uh, Manny Pacquiao. Is it possible to get a, a Keith Thurman, a Danny Garcia type of fighter? I believe so because, you know, my, my ranking is already high. You know, it's it's only a matter of time before a, a, a sanctioning body of the belts just says I, I'm a mandatory for someone for, for a belt or I, they're going to make me fight. Eventually, these guys are going to be forced to fight me whether they want to or not. I'm not going to I'm not gonna take any prize. Like, oh, I don't, don't want to fight you. I'm going to pay off. Nope, that's a that's it's great to get money like that, but it's it'd be more of an investment just taking the fight and opening up more doors. Realistically, who do you who's the number one at that list? In uh, how do you say like number one in the world's way division? Who's who's your target? Let's say you know the dream match. I know you mentioned in the past the dream matchup will be Arrow Spence and Dallas Cowboys, but if you know is he the number one target? I would say that there's there's three of them. It's, it's for me, they're the big three in the uh, what's away division Keith Thurman, Danny Garcia, and Porter. I believe that those fights are probably the most, uh, how, how do you say, uh, logical fights to make. You know, they're not necessarily champions right now, they can't pick and choose who they want to fight. And uh, I just think that they're interesting fights to make. I think that everyone would love to see those fights. Lastly, being you know, headline and Golden Boys return. After dealing with those COVID situation, what does it mean for you for, as a fighter for your legacy to be that first fighter to come back? Oh, it means a lot. You know, I'm glad that they entrusted me with this fight. Uh, they, I knew that they were gonna 
put me in with someone hard, you know, they, I'm, you know, I specifically tell them I don't want an easy fight. I, w- I want to be put in there with the best. I need, I need all the experience that I can get. This guy proved that he can take me to uh, the second half of the fight, went to the seventh round for the first time. And, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm happy that they believe in me. Thank you, Virgil. Thank you. Thanks, Rigo. We're going to move on to our next speaker. It's going to be Cynthia Conti. Take it away. Hi, Virgil. Congratulations. Hi. Thank you. Big win for you. Uh, they said earlier, I know that you had this 15, like a 15, 16 punch onslaught. Um, and your dad said, that's not the game plan. What happened? Did you get a little too eager to knock him out? You, The plan was to break him down. What happened there? Uh, when was that? Uh, I think it was like the second, third round. I mean, you did it. Yeah, you you, <laughs> you, you, you went in on him. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the plan was to basically keep him out, uh, keep my range and not let him find his. And uh, maybe I thought I had him hurt. I, I don't really remember because I thought there was plenty of times where I do like 15. <laughs> but, you know, uh, the, the plan was just to, to keep him out and uh, to not let him get comfortable inside because that's what that's what his game plan was in the first place, to try to, to make me uncomfortable. And uh, so I just had to make him feel like he didn't know what to do. And to do that, I was supposed to keep my range. And uh, I guess I might have got a little sidetracked. He is a veteran, and he showed his tactics. And you see he who didn't go down. What did you know? Are you drinking Coca-Cola? Is that your little treat for today? <laughs> it's yeah. all right. No one saw it. <laughs> you, you deserve it. But um, what did you find that was difficult about him that you couldn't get him down until towards the very end? The only thing that was difficult was that he could take a punch. I mean, I could hit him anytime I wanted to, literally. But he, he could take a punch, and he had a hard head, not going to lie. And, uh, you know, his arms were big. It was at, at sometimes it was kind of hard to hit him in the body because, you know, he, he did have some BPRs on him. But, I mean, other than that, it was just that just he was tough. That's that's all I can say. Uh, did he burp in your face? Because I saw that on Twitter. He did? <laughs> he burped. And I'm like, dude, come on. <laughs> And he, he was like, he said, it's that chicken, you know. This. See, that's that's what the fans need. like. That's cool, you know. All the fans heard that. Uh huh. Different. A little. It was fun. And then on the, your post fight interview after you just left, Sergio Mora said he would like to see you in with your Dennis Ugas. If oh, you don't get the three that you want, would you be game for that fight? Definitely, Ugas is a is a very talented fighter. I feel like he's very underrated in the welterweight division. He probably beats. Uh, a lot of these guys, I would even say he's probably in the top three or four, including with the champions. And uh, you know what? I, I would love to make that fight. I have a ton of respect for him, and uh, I'm sure that he would like to fight as well. And lastly, when are you going to grace us with your IG live again? Thank you for playing Enter the Sandman for me by Metallic. How many? You can play on the fly. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, I, you know, I just been opening up my, uh, you know, my sound range or whatever. I've been trying to learn a little bit of everything, but I, I need to start learning full songs, you know, so I can play the whole thing. Well, you did a great job. I mean, trust me, it's like a little, it's like uh, Virgil's karaoke night. <laughs> it was good. Thank you so much. Well, congratulations to you, and give my best to Robert and the team and your and your and your family. Stay safe. Thank you. Thank you, Cynthia. We're gonna move next to Marcos Villegas. Can you hear me? Hello. No. No. <laughs> hey, what's up, Virgil? Uh, congratulations. Cheers um on a uh, good performance um how was the experience uh walking out 
uh, going to uh, the arena and then actually fighting with no one there now that you've been through it? You know what? Um, it wasn't too big of a deal. It, it was. I mean, it's it's different. Obviously, different atmosphere and all that. But honestly, Golden Golden Boys like my family. The, the, they were cheering me on, anyways, and uh, it, it felt kind of like sparring, but it's just com- more competitive with, with more uh, a lot on the line. So I knew what what I was in for. Uh, I kept my head straight. I, I knew what was going on. I mean, other than that, you know, it, it was the same. It, I, it still felt like a fight. So there was nothing that you didn't expect um, that happened or something that you were like, oh, okay. Like, I, I wasn't expecting this uh, um, from this experience. Um, no, to be honest, I, I didn't really – when, when I'm fighting, I'm just I'm, – it's me and my opponent and my team. And I, I could hear my team um, a little more vividly. I could follow their instructions uh, a little better. And, I mean, other than that, yeah, it, it's, it was the same pretty much. I know other fighters, uh, even in MMA and uh, on the other shows, have said that they are able to listen to the corner. Well, other than that, yeah, I, I really can't say nothing more about that. Yeah, you know, we're talking about you know the, the fights that you want. Uh, you're mentioning uh, Thurman, uh, Porter, Garcia, Ugas. Unfortunately, you know those fights might be a little tough to make because they are with PBC and, and tied up with Fox and Showtime. Um, you know, on the zone side, who realistically? Looks like you couldn't make a fight at welterweight. I know Jesse Vargas had a fight with Mikey, uh, even though um, he, he lost that fight. He did come down to 147 pounds. Is someone like him likely, who's already won a world title, who's fought big uh, marquee names, um, a- as someone to uh, let your presence know that you're there and you're now taking out veterans at welterweight? Um, yes, well, here's the thing about Jesse. Jesse's a, he's a really cool guy, and he's a friend of mine, so I would – probably not want to fight him not, you know i'm not scared of him or anything like that but just out of respect for him but i mean you know it is a sport and uh you know it, if they ever offer it to me you know i'll look at my options first but if it's the only way to go then i mean you know no hard feelings you know it's, we, we both know it's a sport so i mean i'm definitely open to a fight with him you know he's a, he's a very good uh he's a veteran like you said he, he's had a world title before he's fought many pacquiao and all that stuff he has a great resume and but other than that, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much all I know from the zone. Who who else does the zone have? You know, I'm trying to think. Obviously, you're not going to fight Mikey. You know, um... <laughs> on Twitter, I wasn't even fight Mikey. I'm like, oh, I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's you know, it, it's hard to think. You know, and I don't think Kel Brook can make 147 pounds anymore. I would say Kel Brook would be an excellent fight, but he's at at 154. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about that, but. I would win to go fight the media as well. All right, Virgil. Thank you, man. Uh, I appreciate it and uh, enjoy this victory. And a pump. Thank you. Thanks, Marcos. All right. Next, we have our dear friend Gail Falkenthal. And unmute her right now. We are ready, Gail. Congratulations, Virgil. Thanks so much. Tell us a little about what the hell happened with Jack Reese and what was going on. It was a little difficult to figure out what he thought he was seeing that looked, frankly, to a lot of us to be legal. You know, what was the interaction like? How did you guys leave it by the end of the fight? Uh, so basically, it's a, I mean, what he told me was that when, when I spun him, I mean, I did, I spun him, turned him, but at the same time, he was kind of coming towards me and I moved out the way. So it, it looked like I kind of forced him into it, but I just used his momentum against him. 
and he turned around. No, well, he had his back to me, and I waited. Obviously, I'm not gonna hit him when he's faced away from me. And the referee didn't say anything yet, so I'm like, okay, so we're gonna keep going. You know, they they, they say uh don't don't stop until the referee says stop, which is why when he turned back around, I let my punches go. But I mean, even if you notice, if you pay attention, I didn't throw with everything I had just in case. Something happens, I, I knock him down or I knock him out. And, you know, the referee said I wasn't supposed to hit him. I didn't want nothing controversial to happen. So even then, I still played it safe. But he spoke to me in the locker room about it. And no, it's, everything's fine. Well, safe to say that Jack might have been a little rusty, too, after being out of the game <laughs> so long. So we'll, we'll give him a pass for that one. Speaking of that and the spinning and so forth, you adjusted quite a bit with your footwork and angles trying to get at Vargas. Was this an attempt to try to find some vulnerability in him to get him knocked down? He he did take some tremendous shots. And without a crowd, they were extremely audible. Was that the goal? You were, at times, you were incredibly mobile in there trying to, you know, get around him. Yeah. Um, I think I was kind of trying to, in a way, try to prove to people I'm not a flat-footed fighter, and some people say that, oh, he's flat-footed, I can, he's going to get beat by anyone who just uses their feet or whatever. That was just a, a little a little taste of what I can do that I haven't needed to do. I could have done that to that guy all day, but that's not what I needed to do. I needed to keep him out the entire time. You know, I didn't want to get timed and get hit or something. So we just stuck to – I stuck to my game plan. I, I still a little what, what I could do just, just to be free in there, you know. And I mean, other than that, yeah, that's how that was. And finally, following up, Albert asked you a little bit earlier, not having Robert in the corner. Uh, how was it having your dad back after him being out of the corner for a while? I mean, it's great. You know, he, I mean, he's always giving me advice in the corner, regardless if he's the the chief or not. But, you know, he, he's always, he's the one that's giving me the mitts uh, pretty much uh, 90% of the time. He's, he's the one in my corner in my spar, along with Hector Beltran, who was also in the corner when I fought today. And uh, you know those guys know me the best. I've I've known, well I've known my dad all my life. Obviously, <laughs> my dad. Uh, I've known Hector for a long time too, since I was an amateur, and they've been in my corner this whole time. So I mean, the chemistry's there, and we know we know each other. We know what we expect, and yeah. And have you heard from Robert since the end of the fight? Uh, not yet. I haven't had a chance to look at my phone yet. Okay. And, and Gabe, a question to you, if you want to answer. How did how does the Golden Boy team feel about how things went tonight? Your first outing, you know, I mean, things had to be very odd, uh, not the normal routine for you guys. H- how do you rate uh, tonight's card from your end? We'd like to, you know, check touch base and see how everything went out internally and do a full report with everyone uh, on the ground who was part of it. But right now we can tell you it was a 10 out of 10 for us. Um, it was a really good event. Uh, there was an issue, obviously, with the co-main event, uh, but these things happen. Uh, you saw what happened with the Robert Garcia situation. We took care of it. Uh, we found a solution. So uh, what this shows is that Golden Boy can deliver competitive, good fights as long as it's done correctly and in such a way that is safe uh, for everyone involved. So we're very happy on behalf of everyone at, at Golden Boy. I, I only have one complaint. Did you really have to show us Oscar getting that nasty swab up his nose? I mean, come on. As our leader, our CEO, he's got to set the example, you know? 
I guess, but man, I don't know that we had to see that. That was that was lovely. Th thank you. Thank you very much for a little look forward to seeing you back again. And thank you, Gabe. Thank, thank you. you very much. And we'll have our last question or our last speaker, uh, Abraham Gonzalez, and then we'll, uh, we'll end. Hey, Virgil, congratulations on your win again. Hey, thank you, bro. Um, so do you think that uh, because he was so he was so difficult in there that the left hook to the body wasn't available as you may have wanted to uh, land it earlier in the fight. You know what? I I kind of knew that you know there, there's certain fighters that you can just tell how their defenses are and how they how they carry themselves that I wasn't really gonna land it too often. I had to go to the other side. I had to go from the front, and um, you know you just gotta improvise. It's see this is what I work on in the gym. You can't just be good at one thing. You got to be able to do everything. Yeah, absolutely. Now, um, you're you're a guy that you just keep growing. It's not that you're fat. It's just that you know you're you're growing. No, seriously, like you're growing. You know, you're um, a muscular guy. Uh, one forty-seven. As you eat the pizza, right? At one forty-seven, um, is that realistically a weight class that you think that you can stick to within the next 12, 18 months? Or do you think that 154 may very well be uh, the class uh, within the next two years? I can definitely stay at 147 for a while. I was at 140, 141 in the amateurs for like five years. Okay. So it's, it's not that big of a deal. I am growing, but I also just got into this division like a year ago. So I should have no problem making this weight. Okay. Not, and, uh, and, and, you know, and I, I put out an article earlier this week because uh, I've been kind of following you since, you know, uh, Belasco days uh, when you were fighting in that theater uh, and you were handling a business. And I was telling people that, you know, that you were the next guy, um, you know, and I, I tweeted out earlier that I think me personally, a fight between you and Thurman is, you know, styles make fights. That would be the perfect fight. What do you think of that fight? Honestly, that's, that's the fight that I've been wanting for maybe like two years already. I feel, like like you said, I feel like the the styles mesh up really good. You know, some some styles don't work good; they're they're boring. But me and Thurman, our styles they're they're just they complement each other. You get me? And I, you know, why not make the fight? You know, it'd be a good fight, a good money fight for you know the promoters. The it would be fan friendly fight as well. Okay, and then I just wanted to leave you. Uh, I saw uh, Udinis uh, Ugas tweeted out, "Good luck and success tonight for the future of sports." Virgil Ortiz. Uh, what's your reaction to to a fellow 147 that could possibly be your opponent, uh, as um, uh, Marcos uh, mentioned uh, earlier, uh, down the road? Yeah, I mean, it means a lot, to be honest. I mean, Ugas is a, he's a very good fighter at 147. Like I said, he's very underrated. I feel like he's in there in the top three, including the champions. Very skilled, very talented. And, uh, you know, he's a very humble guy. Uh, he's probably a, not a fighter that I look up to fighting wise but just the way he carries himself you know that's that's kind of like what i aim to be and lastly uh i know that 2020 we're we're almost uh, it's it's crazy to say but we're almost at the end of it uh do you think that the not the next fight but the 2021 fights those are the big fights that you want um that you want to see uh fought in in that period like because obviously 2020 it, it may not happen this year but is 2021 the target year that you say no kidding this is the year that i'm gonna fight all the big names yeah that's 2021 is is looking like that year that that we're expecting you know um those guys are only getting older i'm getting 
stronger, smarter, faster every day, getting bigger. I think that they're making a mistake by not fighting me now. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if they want to, the best chance to beat me, it would be now. But I still feel like I can beat them. And the longer they wait, the the more that their chance diminishes. It gets smaller because I'm I'm going to be the best in boxing one day. And that's, uh, I mean, that's just a fact. I believe it. Thank you, Virgil, for your time. Thanks, Abraham. Perfect. We'll just give some final words from Virgil before we conclude. Um, I wasn't, I was, okay, you put me on the spot. <laughs> um, I mean, thank you guys for, for always supporting me. You know, uh, you know, if it wasn't for you guys, you know, the fans wouldn't know about us. So, you know, we, we would just look like machines out there that fight and get paid and that's it. You know, it's, it's really you guys, it's, it's you guys that help us connect with the people, help them get to know us better. We, you know, we're human beings as well. And, you know, I appreciate that. Uh, you know, there's a sides to boxing. There's a promoter. There's a business side. There's the fighting side, obviously. And then there's the there's the reporters and all that stuff. I mean, there's nothing more I can say about that. I'm thankful for you guys. So thank you. Thank you very much, Virgil. That concludes our post-fight virtual roundtable. We thank you all for joining us. We will see you on August 28th with our 12-round lightweight fight between Jorge Linares and Javier Fortuna. We're going to have a great undercard that we announced uh, this coming week. So thank you for joining us. Thank you to Virgil. Thank you to his whole team. And we'll see you all soon.